Hi everybody and welcome back. Today's subject is something that we all do from time to time and for different reasons. But it will always come down to a basic emotion or feeling. And that is we are unhappy. This week's subject is about compulsive eating or binge eating or whatever you want to call it. But before I get into it, here's a little something to brighten your day. all my worries I prepare for something new whatever it was that held me back I'm sure it wasn't true holding on too long and unresolved questions holds you down what could have been a friendly smile has turned into a frown I'm moving on and on changes around me on and on I feel I must whatever happened to me happened for my highest good I read that in so many books now it's almost understood I'm moving on and on Satisfied with what I've got and still eager for more The change that you've been looking for will come knock on your door On and on
Now, firstly, I'd like to thank the person who actually asked this question, because it's not easy to ask a question that may affect ourselves, or those that we're close to, or those that we're worried about. And I'm not sure how the person pronounces their name, but to me it looks like Louis or Lou. So my apologies if I've got that wrong, but I'm just not sure how you actually pronounce it. And of course, I'm always open to correction or updating. So if you want to let me know your pronunciation, please feel free. So back to our subject. What do you know about eating disorders? To understand why we eat the way we eat, we have to actually look at ourselves, watch how we eat and try to figure out what's going on for me. So basically to understand the whole issue, let me give you a little background on the basics. Now, we all know about anorexia nervosa, bulimia, binge eating. So did you know that if two people have the same eating disorder, they can have very different experiences or symptoms? However, on the whole, there will be common signs or symptoms. So let's take a very quick look at the basics of these. Anorexia, also known as anorexia nervosa. Body weight will be low due to food intake being extremely limited. The fear of getting fat or at least gaining weight. A negative body image, especially their own underweight and how it's not an issue. Bulimia. Eating large amounts of food and feeling slightly out of control with it. Vomiting on a regular basis to try to prevent weight gain. Using not only vomiting, but also using laxatives, routine fasting, or over-exercising. Of course, vomiting at regular times, especially after extra binge eating. So what about binge eating? A person will consume more food in a specific time than most other people will do in the same period. They may have a feeling of being out of control about their own behaviour around the amount of food that they consume. So guilt has a bit to play in this. Other behaviours that might also be involved may include eating faster than normal, eating until we feel uncomfortable, eating large amounts of food, eating in secret alone, or out of shame, or experience feelings of guilt, disgust, especially after binging. So how do any of these eating issues impact my life? Well, not just disrupting your daily life. They will affect your very mental health and your emotional health. And behaviour will also be affected because it will include isolating yourself or becoming more anxious about what you're eating. Now there are obvious physical effects as well. Over a period of time you know what's going to happen. Your teeth will be damaged due to acid buildup. Your digestive system will not function properly. And your skin and bones will also be damaged. Also to note at this stage that the death rate is extremely high, especially with anorexia, even if it's years after you stop being anorexic, especially if your body has already been damaged. And the first one that comes to mind is Carol Carpenter, the singer, who had anorexia for years, denied it, continued to abuse her body, came through it, and 10 years later, she's dead from a heart problem. Was the heart problem caused by the anorexia? Some people would say yes, some people would say no. The fact that she abused her body to such an extent with the anorexia, I would strongly suggest that it was. Her heart was already damaged. But listen to her story. Go on YouTube and, and look at the film that was made about her. Make up your own mind. Would you believe me if I told you that anorexics are actually 
18% higher death rate than their peers of the same age. Sad to say that. Now, there are a lot of other accompanied eating disorders, but I've given you the three basic ones. So now that I've given you those, I want to give you an understanding of a way of eating that we all do. We've all done it, but only at times. And that is comfort eating. We've all done it. We go for the chocolate if we're feeling low. We're going for the sugar. We eat more than we should when our feelings are triggered. So if I feel upset, I'm going to eat myself sick. But I might only do it when I get that feeling. If I'm doing it on a regular basis, it's more like binge eating. So what is your understanding of compulsive eating in your own life? Maybe give yourself a few minutes to think about this. Go on, switch me off and go and have a a listen to your own self. Think about how you eat and especially at times when you're feeling upset or depressed or lonely or angry or frustrated. Go on, I dare you. How did you get on? Did you actually switch it off and look at how you eat? Or were you afraid to? Or are you thinking, I'll do it later on? Never mind. Maybe you'll think about it later. So, compulsive eating would include the following. Obviously, eating large amounts of food. Eating very quickly, even though we feel full. Now, something to note here is that we all have moments of binge eating. But when it's on a continuous basis, is it possible that you're going into more bulimia? It's something to think about. Compulsive eating is where we have almost no control, especially when a feeling emerges and we have to shove it down. And what do we shove it down with? Food. Now, here's the thing. Compulsive eating normally starts very slowly and it usually begins when we are young. Maybe somebody has made a comment, a negative comment about our weight. It can happen after a trauma and even because of our environment. If we as adults are triggered into those same feelings of low self-esteem, being overweight, they can actually send us into compulsive eating and possibly into binge eating. So I have to explain here that binge eating and compulsive eating are the same thing really, just one on a regular basis and a little bit more damage done and the other one when an emotion is triggered in the immediate. When we compulsive eat, we often do it alone. We often feel guilty after compulsive eating. We also tend to go onto diets and then stop. That's why sometimes our diets will fail.
Now, come on, guys. We know that there is no single cause for an eating disorder. Like most things, there tends to be a combination of factors. In this case, it can be social, environmental, it can be biological or even psychological. They all play a role by coming together and to create the conditions where an eating disorder is most likely to begin. Now, the predisposing, I suppose, factors would include trauma, bullying, loss, bereavement, comments that might be made about your weight or shape. If you're anxious, if you're obsessional, hypersensitive, all of these things can have a part to play that the very core of an eating disorder is a coping mechanism, especially for distress or anxiety or fear. Food or even the lack of food, it's a coping mechanism. And it's a coping mechanism because we find at that moment in time it alleviates the distress. It's there to gain control, giving each of us a certainty, a safety. But the problem is it won't. It'll only aggravate it. What is very consistent across most eating disorders is the fact that we have a negative thought pattern around our own body. And of course, food can become the obsession fueled by the negative perception of our own body. If I'm feeling anxious, I'll go for food. Then I'll feel guilty. So I get stressed. I get anxious. I get angry with myself. So what do I do? I go to food. So it's like a catch-22. Now, in order to deal with this, there is no point in cutting out the food before you look at why you're doing it in the first place. To change a habit of a lifetime, you have to look at why you're compulsive eating in the first place. And once you deal with what is causing the compulsive eating, the need to actually compulsive eat will lessen. And therefore, you will actually be in more control. So it's finding out what's causing it in the first place, dealing with that, and then making a choice. But there's no point in cutting out something that you've used all your life as a coping mechanism without dealing with the cause. Because eventually, you will return to compulsive eating. Because you won't have dealt with the actual issue. So finally, what am I actually trying to say? In a couple of pinhead or bullet points or whatever you want to call them. One, look at why you want to eat or comfort eat in the first place. Two, don't give up or get angry with the fact that you are compulsive eating in the first place. Three, ask somebody for help to be able to find out why you're compulsive eating, to find the emotion. Four, find out where that emotion began, where it started, why you feel the way you feel. And six, then and only then will you have the control to be able to stop comfort eating and to become a healthy eater. Stay well. Stay safe. Namaste. Walk with me, lead the way I will follow. You woke me up, I no longer feel hollow. We can't help each other through this ever changing weather.
Let me carry them until 